Cheers. Cheers. Well, what what are you drinking? Like a lemon truly with added vodka in it for a little more kick. How about you? Nice. Just a truly fruit punch. Ooh, I don't need a kick into it for now because I still have work tomorrow. Work smart. You're fine. You work from <laughs> I home. Like, I got like two meetings tomorrow, two, three meetings. As long as you don't got to talk during the meetings, you'll be I, fine. I do. I do. Got <laughs> to talk for both oh, of the sucks. meetings. Oh. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> no, no, cannot be drunk. Okay. Oh. Welcome to Let's Drunk Talk. I'm Frank. And I'm Richie. We're back again talking about our usual nonsense. What's well, not usual, but well, what would be the word for it? It's like random nonsense. You know what? Let's use the word regular because let's imagine this as our bar and you guys are now regulars. Regular nonsense? Hmm. If you put yeah, random yeah. nonsense, would it be a negative to a negative, or is that like a positive to a positive, that kind of thing? I mean, random nonsense, I think, is fine. It's, I don't know, like kind of accentuating the fact it's nonsense. Yeah, because I, nonsense, nonsense is random, though. True, but that's kind of you expect randomness from nonsense, right? Not always. I think it could be kind of like an umbrella, in a way. What do you mean by umbrella? Like how a hot dog is a sausage, but not all sausages are hot dogs. But can't all sausages be hot dogs? Sausages can be like a hot dog, or used like a hot dog, but... Sausage, I think, is very, like, umbrella because a bunch of things can fall under sausage. But hot dog is something specific. Oh, that's why it's called umbrella. <laughs> yeah, because it covers many things, not just one specific thing. Okay. So, I mean, randomness can be defined by many things. And nonsense can fall under randomness, but not all randomness can fall under, yeah, nonsense. I would think. Yeah. This is just my opinion. Well, welcome back to our random umbrella nonsense regular things. <laughs> Sausage. Oh. Sausage. <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you guys back with us this week. We are still missing Jesse, but no worries. He will be back soon. It'll be next week, maybe. Yeah, and he'll tell you guys all about his travels through Japan on his solo trip during maybe one of the better times of the year because winter time in Japan sounds honestly kind of magical. Sounds toad. Sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. So sit back, grab a drink, and let's drunk talk. Jug, jug, jug. Yeah, right. Uh, let me let me take some sips. Not even sips, like huge gulps. <laughs> like a Wednesday for everybody who's listening. Yeah. Well, if you're hearing it on the day we release it. Well, we're actually kind of random. It might be on the Thursday. Yeah, I've been pretty bad with the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I sometimes I forget to post it. But 
uh, whatever day it is, just grab a drink. You earned it. And yeah. Um, don't drink and drive, though. Yeah, don't drink and drive. And, you know, if you drink, swipe responsibly. <laughs> swipe right. Responsibly. <laughs> Drunkenly. <laughs> Drunkenly. <laughs> oh, so do you ever miss solo traveling? Do I ever miss? I've only done it once. And do you miss it? Kinda. Kind I, I, it's, hmm, I, I don't know. Like, I, I did have fun on my own, but I think I had more fun when everyone was there. It, yeah. It was kind of different. It, 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 it was like its own experience. Because when I was alone, or it was solo traveling, I ended up meeting a lot of different people from a lot of different countries, which was pretty fun. Yeah, that makes sense. But the tough part is that when you're solo traveling, you're, you're the, you're, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, held accountable. Yes. You're held accountable for your own actions. Like if you want to, you got to push yourself to actually go do something. You might feel lazy that day and you want to just stay at the hotel or the hostel or whatever. Yes. Well, actually, actually when you're at the hostel, that's not going to happen. You want to go out. But at a hotel, you definitely would want to stay in there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, at a hostel, I think you'd want to go out. Because, like, yeah. if you stay in, you're going to be around people, like, all the time. And it's just like, ugh, you want to get out of there. That was that was the good thing. I, I stayed at a hostel, so I always uh, went out. A hostel's cheaper, too, yeah? Yeah, it's, like, way cheaper. Uh, I forgot how much it was. It was, like, $8 a night or something. It was, like, really cheap. Damn. But it's like um, the only time I got back to the hostel was to either clean my clothes, wash my clothes, or uh, do a video call with my parents to let them know I'm safe. Other than that, uh, I, I didn't stay at the hostel that much. Or if it was like pouring outside and I don't want to be outside because of that. <laughs> yeah, like the feeling of wearing wet clothes when it's what? I don't know when you're inside and you're wearing wet clothes it's an uncomfortable feeling too like wearing jeans wet jeans yeah no it just feels like it's stuck on your skin yeah and you're in like a humid climate too so like i think that would feel even worse well it's like it's like you would realize you would think that the rain is like cold but in a humid climate it's like warm rain <laughs> Yeah, that's that, that was Thailand for me. It was fun, though, going to all the street food, eating all the street food you can see and just like paying cheap amounts for it. Yeah, dude, that's like that's really cool. I mean, I think having a loan. Yeah, you're right. You're held more accountable for things that you do. And I think for me, like if I travel alone, it can't be like an impulse thing. I have to be thinking about it for a kind of a while to make sure I'm in the right mood. Cause like, I think my mood dictates a lot of what I do. Like I can wake up in the morning and I'll be like, okay, I'm in the mood to go do this. I'm going to be productive and do this and this and this. If I wake up in the morning and then I take too long, I'll be like, I'm in the mood to continue laying here and not do anything. <laughs> no, I understand. 
Yeah, you gotta like keep telling yourself something, and then like you'll get yourself in the mood to do it. Or at least that's how it is like for me sometimes, because it's like I have to keep thinking about it. Because if I do, I'll do it. <laughs> but like, if I do something out of pure impulse, it's it's just like it's different. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot tougher. Um, if you're going on a trip alone, you would have to plan it. Or even if you don't plan it, you got to at least look up what's around you to yeah. actually uh, figure out if you want to go that day. It's like uh, that way you have a backup plan for something on that day. It's like um, like one of the days would be, oh, I wanted to go to like this um market farmer's market in the morning but you want to sleep in afterwards because of your mood then that way you have a backup plan which was like going to this famous mall or something that day or going to like uh, a museum that day which you can do like uh, at a different time you're not time constrained and you can mm -hmm. always do that farmer's market like the next day or something yeah oh yeah yeah um I, I think I like group settings more or group going with a group better because you're you get you have uh, people to drink with or people who share like if you go to an eating contest you, you can actually do it with someone else instead of doing it alone which was well I feel it's kind of weird going in and doing that yeah no no a hundred percent I think traveling with like a friend or someone is so much nicer than doing it alone sometimes because when you're with someone you're enjoying the same thing and you can talk and interact with them when you're alone you're just kind of like okay should I should I finish up eating now <laughs> what, what yeah. should I do next like half of the planning is no longer like it's it's only you you're doing half of the planning yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have the opportunity now to rely on someone else to like also do fun things with, and yeah, yeah, that's the that's the like the bright side about group setting, but it's also there. There's also downside where it's like uh, they they might want to go somewhere you don't want to go, or um, <laughs> yeah, something you're not interested, in, or you would have to make stops, or that's true. Yeah kind of like the things that yeah no I, I get what you're saying and which is just like compromising with the person which yeah it could be still like a new experience for you so it's, it's you can see it as a bright side too yeah in the end it actually might end up being a fun thing still yeah so like what kind of like packer are you I mean are you one of those people that will like pack a week in advance do you pack a month in advance? Do you pack like a few hours prior to getting on the plane? Like, what kind of packer are you? Okay, I not a few hours till I get on the plane. That sounds crazy. <laughs> I, well, okay, like how long is the trip to? Okay, like um, if it were a one week trip, like how far ahead do you like pack? Um, if uh, it depends um, how far, how much time I have. I think I just wait till like a week until the trip. Then I will pack. 
So like a week before the trip, you have like your bags kind of ready. So like when the time comes, you can just get up and go. Probably not the bag. Well, uh, yeah, the bag will be I, I will pack the bag um, like the night before. But uh, if I'm bringing like a luggage, it'll be packed. Oh, okay. at least three days before, because I I still would want to wear the clothes and I would do laundry. Then I put them back in. All right. Yes, that that's reasonable. Like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like a few days prior, because, yeah, sometimes there's really good clothes that you want to bring but you still want to wear them <laughs> yeah. like you do a load of laundry and then it's like a day or two prior to going you finish the laundry and you can throw them back in your luggage exactly it's like i i i don't understand if there's people packing like a month in advance about it i think that's i think that might be a little too much i mean okay it's just my opinion but like yeah, that far ahead, you never know what's going to happen. So, like, you pack and do all that, and then you're not even thinking about this stuff for maybe a while because it's now sitting untouched. And then you realize you need something, and then it'll feel like it's almost last minute at that point to add to it. Yeah, it's... I I would, yeah, I would give myself a week, at least, if I really want to add more to it or uh, change it around. But I will leave like the clothes that, like if I'm going to like, uh, if I'm going on a trip, I'll pack like three pairs of jeans and like uh, short pants or something. Two two short pants, one for like sleepwear or I don't <laughs> give a shit what I wear when I sleep. But one for sleepwear and one one shirt for sleepwear too. It really depends on where you travel to. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, it depends if I'm going to, like, uh, yeah, either or. If I if I go to anywhere, if I go uh, live in a hostel or a hotel, yeah, I would bring uh, one pair of sleepwear. And just that one pair will just be, I'll just switch into it whenever I go to sleep. And I won't wear outside or anything out of it. You don't need to bring, like, a bunch of different sleepwear. Like, yeah. Yeah, just one sleepwear, then I like five shirts that I'll cycle through. And uh, the three jeans will be good like <laughs> every two days or every three days. <laughs> then I switch to another jean. Okay, but we're, we're mad. Depends how bad. Our jeans don't get dirty. It, it depends how bad the weather is or how hot it is. Yeah, it only depends on the weather. Yeah, if it, if it's super hot, then I'm, I'm going to have to change the jeans or change the shirt more often. <laughs> okay, like if the jeans are a really good pair of jeans and I'm wearing like boxers underneath and I know I'm not sweating through the boxers, they're still very clean pants. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. It's yeah. only if it gets rained on or something, then I need to dry it and they're good again. <laughs> Actually, that would be my limit. If it rains and they get soaking, I'm not going to let them dry for me to wear them again. At that point, it's like, okay, they need to be washed. <laughs> I think for me, I, I can go with them just drying later on. Then I wear them. It depends. If it's like when it dries, then I wear them. It depends on like the feeling when I wear it. If it feels kind of like sticky still, then I'm washing it. Yeah, I feel like... When they get wet from the rain, they get, like, stiff. And, like, at that point, it's like, oh, I should have just kind of washed them. Because at that point, they're they're wet already. 
might as well throw in soap. <laughs> so we'll just put them in the <laughs> machine and let them get washed. So then when they do dry, it's like comfy and smells nice. <laughs> Not like, I don't know, city rain and two day old <laughs> walking sweat. No, no, no. Just put cologne on it. You're good. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or not even cologne, just put, uh, what was it, um, deodorant on it, and you're good to go. <laughs> oh, oh, the spray, like Axe spray. Sure, 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 that's what I meant. What deodorant are you thinking, like stick deodorant? Yeah. <laughs> on your pants? Just rub on it. <laughs> you're fine. Oh, the only time I think I've ever really used deodorant, not as, like, deodorant, is, like, when I, like, put on new shoes and they like rub up against the back of my heel. And then I would like use deodorant to make it kind of like easier on my foot. So kind of like when I walk, it feels a lot better. But like I've never applied it to pants. I, I have. So when my pants, there's, you know, when you like wash your pants and they, they, they come out like uh, they're soaked and you don't dry it properly, it, it gives a stench to it. Like mildew kind of. I, I think so, but it, sound, it smells like my old dog. That's uh, what it okay, smelled yes. like before. Wet dog smell. Yeah, yeah. It gives a wet dog smell. So uh, when I was in college, it gave that wet dog smell. So I just grabbed my stick of deodorant and I just rubbed on it. <laughs> and then that kind of like became a thing for you. Like, oh, you know, this works. So then like, well, you would do yeah. it more? I, I would only do it if it gave that stench and I can't get rid of it. And it's like my favorite jeans that I wear and it's giving that stench. I'm going to have to put like deodorant and cologne on it just to get rid of that stench. I mean, that's pretty unique. Like, yeah, I've never like heard of that before. So because uh, yeah. I'm not going to throw throw it back in. It's clean. It's just gives <laughs> that smell. I, I throw it back in. I would throw it back <laughs> in. If I got like my pants out of the dryer and they like smell like kind of like funny or I don't enjoy the smell. I, I throw it back in the machine. <laughs> For me, it's already in my drawer. Oh, and it's I, I took it out. Yeah, yeah. I took it out from the drawer and I, I smelled it. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Maybe you need mothballs. Yeah, no, no, I have mothballs. It's not the mothballs because that didn't help it at all. Uh, I, I used to have like a ton of mo mothballs in my drawers. But it didn't really do anything to get rid of that smell. Huh. Yeah, that's... That's definitely interesting. Yeah, that smell is definitely from uh, washing and drying. Yeah. So, like, it's it not drying completely, and then, like, you put it away, and then it kind of, like... Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, I can, I can see that, yeah. That, that's the reason why it has that smell, and it's just... It's not great, and I put a stick of deodorant up to it hmm yeah no that's like i've never heard of that before but that's yeah that's actually pretty interesting well i thought mm -hmm. it you smell good with deodorant you might as well put it on your pants and it should smell <laughs> good too yeah like when you said deodorant i'm like oh like axe spray <laughs> and you're like sure if you do that <laughs> like wait what yeah, because Axe Spray would be smart, but I didn't have the spray. I only had the stick. <laughs> I, I no, don't use fine. deodorant that often. I don't yeah, think I mean, that much. Yeah, I, if it works, I need to use it, it works. You know, like no, no point in fixing something that works.
and yeah, yeah. The stick deodorant works for you. No, I actually like sometimes the the smells just too strong. <laughs> the oh. stick deodorant it overpowers the stick deodorant. Oh man! So like, <laughs> yeah, like the easiest things to pack then for like us dudes. Yeah, like five shirts, two pants, maybe a pair of shorts or two, and possibly like two pairs of socks, maybe. Depends I, I get at least. Shoes. I I always bring like four pairs because I always wear shoes. Uh, I don't really wear slippers. I do. When I travel. Uh -huh. I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just wear shoes. Yeah, I would prefer not to wear shoes because i don't know it's so it feels very confined for me it's like it's always shoes until i get back to the hotel then i just bare feet bare feet no. oh do you have like any interesting like flying experiences like flying anywhere and like anything happened on the plane or oh no it's just like the worst thing is just turbulence nothing nothing really happened like nothing uh, we, ever we, happened on a plane? No, no, no. I, I've never had anything crazy happen. Like the, uh, there was one plane that I rode. Um, they didn't allow food or any drinks on board. What? Yeah, you can't have or like they they didn't allow you. They they just expect you to buy their food and drinks. Oh, basically. okay, profiting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up hiding our food and drinks and like jackets and stuff. And uh, that's how we like survived on a nine hour flight. Nine hours like, they didn't allow you food unless you bought it from them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, OK, so we just ate like. Dude, I think uh, my, my friend had jerky and I had like uh, I had like cookies or something chips did they give you compliments like or something or water like I, holy crap i think maybe water but i don't think they gave any food i don't think they give any food at all it was like a small company uh that airline so we got like it, it was like really cheap the seats my god that's a good thing that's a good thing it was really cheap but there's no food and it, it felt like hot in the plane every so often. I don't oh, know why. Yo, you got on a ghetto airline. It was so cheap. <laughs> not worth <laughs> it. But okay, it, I was going to say, was it worth it? But you already answered that. Not not worth it. I, I would pay extra for, for better. Yeah, dude, nine I like hours? food and everything. Yeah, but it was like, I think um, it was to Japan, from Hawaii to Japan. And I was like, I think um two three hundred dollars was it a red eye what do you mean red eye like uh overnight flight uh i think it was it's been a while i don't remember too much it was like three four years ago yeah so it's easier to sleep right yeah, yeah. for red eye yeah because like you spend the whole day doing whatever else you need to do you get on a plane at nighttime and you just go to sleep <laughs> You wake up, you're there, and it's daytime already, so it's like, oh, shit, no jet lag, depending on where you go, of course. But, yeah, no, I like red-eye flights, but I'm also a night person anyway, so, you know, 
Yeah, for those flights, it's actually really good. But I can sleep whenever on the plane. Same. Because I'm like, for me, it's like I'm sitting on this chair so long that I get tired and I fall asleep. Or I have like my music blasting in my ears anyway, so I don't need anyone to interrupt me. I'm like, I don't hear anything around me and I just isolate myself and go to sleep. Dang, all right. Yeah, no. I think school has made me develop this ability to sleep anywhere at any time as long as i meet certain conditions what do you mean certain conditions like i have to like tell myself like this is an okay time to sleep and my body will be like okay shutting down <laughs> and, like i'll just doze off i mean sometimes it happens without warning but that's because i lack you know stimulus and i'll just i'll nod off yeah but yeah dude oh, uh... <laughs> Yeah, planes, I mean, up till recently, super easy to sleep on. Now I feel like I just don't have enough leg room. Yeah, that's like the only thing, but get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I learned that when I was a kid, when I had to help my parents for a farmer's market, I slept in the back of like the van. The van's like, uh, the floor is like kind of hard. It's hard. It's metal. Oh. And I learned how to sleep anywhere because of that. Because <laughs> now I can just lie on like my, because I bring my jacket. So I just lie on my jacket or my, and um, I just knock out afterwards. <laughs> I just yeah. use my jacket as a pillow and sleep. Oh man. Yeah. Like that, that brings up nostalgia for me. Like one time I helped my dad out with like a work thing. This is when I was like a teen or something. And it was for like a camp. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like I decided I wanted to sleep in like the work van. And like they had inflatable paddle boards. So I'm like, oh, okay, it'll be like an inflatable mattress. That's fine. Those things are not like inflatable mattresses. They are the most uncomfortable oh. thing to like lay down on and try to sleep on. And I remember I rolled off of it onto like the steel floor of the van. And I was like, yeah. this is a lot more comfortable. And I fell asleep. <laughs> like, I actually fell asleep. It's like, wow. So the difference between, like, an inflatable paddleboard and just a cold metal floor. I would pick the cold metal floor. The, the, like, the cold floor, it just feels nicer. Like, I can, I can sleep on my wooden floors. And it's just because it's, like, cold on it. And I just need, like, a pillow and, like, some blanket. And I'm good to go. Oh, and now we've we've adapted so we can sleep on airplanes without an issue. <laughs> yes. We can sit there with our heads up without one of those neck pillows. You don't see our heads nodding. <laughs> like we're in a deep meditation. Wow. I, I sleep on my side still sometimes when I'm on the plane. Oh, like you lean over? Like I shift my whole body. <laughs> oh. And my arm is on the, like the bed, the seat. And I can sleep like that, <laughs> like kind of beetle position in there, <laughs> like facing the person next to you. No, like facing like the wall. If I'm like oh, in the, the window, yeah, yeah, <laughs> facing the other way. Or if I'm like the window seat, I'll be face like the window seat. Oh, because for me, I'm like I don't give a shit if you see, think I'm looking at you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Oh man, okay, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. 
Like, when I'm tired, when I'm asleep, I want to sleep. There's nothing else to do. Like, when I... Like, when you get on a plane, you gotta prep what you want to do. Either, like, you're recording, like, movies before you get on it. You, you have, like, music or something. Oh, yeah. Save your Spotify playlist so you can play offline. Yeah, I've saved, like, the whole library before I get on the flight. <laughs> yeah. Then I have, like, uh, my, my manga all loaded up. Oh, smart. Then I think I have... I, I have some movies or videos recorded or and other than that I just sleep if I run out of all of those I just watch the movies they give you on the flight yeah I mean the movies that they have on flights now are actually like pretty good like some of yeah, them are new releases and they're just like wow that's not bad <laughs> yeah it's like um I think during on a plane, it's the perfect time to watch the movie, like those shows that you always say, oh, I'm, I want to watch those, but you never get to. Now, here's your time to watch them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. But sometimes I also just play it and use it as background noise and I just fall asleep to it. Oh, yeah. I've done that, too. Like if it's a movie that I've like seen before, but like I'm somewhat in an OK mood, just let it play. And then, yeah, I'll fall asleep. Well, for me, it was like, uh, I think one of the flight, it was Creed that was showing. I've never seen it before, but I was falling asleep. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Creed either, but I do know it's supposed to be like a sequel to Rocky or connected yeah. to Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, I only saw like at the beginning, they were just talking a lot. Then I fell asleep. The exposition. Basically, it's like, God, oh, this, 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 this. It's like the build up that I'm, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, OK, I do want to say I've only had one kind of weird experience on a plane before. And it was uh, I think I flew United and this was around the time United was having like issues. And like long story short, it was a dude before the plane took off. He had to use the bathroom and he like locked himself in the bathroom because I guess something was going on with his, I don't know, he had a weird bowel movement. And like people, like the flight attendants kept telling him like, sir, please go to your seat. We are going to take off soon. It was delaying us and delaying us. And like the dude was screaming like, I can't, there's like, there's blood or something, which was oh, enough to like alert people. And then they got security and they had to like drag the dude off the plane. There's a lot more to the story and like a lot more to the sense where the things he said were like, huh? But like, long story short, yeah, dude locked himself in the bathroom and got escorted off the plane. And it was like one of those moments where like people would definitely hold up their camera phone and record. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. If someone getting pulled off the plane, everyone will record that. Yeah, and I mean, if he didn't mention blood... I think he would have been okay. Maybe. Well, he it seems like he was bleeding. He zipped up too fast. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he zipped up at all. He's still on on the toilet. He was talking about oh, yeah. there's stool in his blood, which I think he meant there's blood in his stool. But he uh -huh. kept saying it the other way around, which made me think like, oh, did he have like a cut and he got like 
feces on his cut. And, yeah, and yeah, and it's it's pretty gross. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. Explicit podcasts. Who? Oh. And cuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, but have you ever drank on a plane? I have actually I do have another story. Okay. <laughs> it's not that exciting, but it was I think I was because every summer I used to come here to the island every year growing up and because, you know, I have my dad here and I would travel from just back and forth. So one year, I think I was 19 and I was traveling on the plane and Hawaiian Airlines, you know, they always have promotions going on, something, something. So I'm sitting on the plane and I hear like, oh, we have a complimentary drink to those passengers who want to have it. Uh, we are going to be having something, something punch. I'm like I, I just tuned out and I heard the word punch and I'm like, oh, shit, I love fruit punch. So like when the like steward came around, she was like, oh, uh, would you like anything to drink? And I'm like, oh, yeah, can I get that punch they were talking about on the speakers? She's like, yeah. So she gives me the drink. She puts it down like on the little like table in front of me. And I remember I took a sip. And I was like, oh, shit, that's alcohol. <laughs> and I was like 19. They didn't card me. They didn't like ask for anything. <laughs> they just gave me alcohol on the flight. And I was like, yo. <laughs> and I realized what they said was rum punch. <laughs> Or like a Hawaiian <laughs> rum punch. And I didn't hear anything other than the word punch. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I finished the drink and I'm like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like they didn't hard me or anything. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I think uh, you were just confident. They're like, ah, oh, yeah, he's 21. Here you go. Yeah, right? I mean, traveling alone, they probably assumed I was over like 21. It's that point. I don't think I looked over 21. I don't think I had like any facial hair. I look like a fresh out of high school, maybe. You know what? Fresh out of high school kids look like college kids. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, at the time we were going to school. Yeah. And they just straight up served me alcohol and they didn't even question it. They're like, oh, this dude wants uh, his alcoholic beverage. So let's give it to him. <laughs> now, oh. I've never, I don't think I've ever drank on a flight, mostly because it's expensive and I don't want to pay for it. I think it's just supposed to like relieve your nerves a bit. Like, uh, they they should have given me the the drink like before we took it off. Then <laughs> I think that's your responsibility if you drink before getting on the flight. <laughs> no, no, no! They gotta give me a drink before we fly. <laughs> At that point, they have the right to charge you so much more. <laughs> Well, have you ever drank at, like, one of the bars at an airport? Yes. How was that? I think it was also when I traveled to Japan, and I think I was with friends? No, I was with friends. And we're like, oh, now we're in Japan, let's have authentic sushi here at the airport. <laughs> it might have been a layover, you know, it might have been a layover. We, we got sushi, and it was at the airport in Japan. But, like, it was also kind of a bar. So we had, like, sushi platters and then a pint of okay. beer. <laughs> and, yeah. That was normal. The combination sounds weird, but, you know, it worked out okay. Yeah, that that's good, I guess. 
I mean, that's, that, uh, that's the extent of the drinking at the airport. Yeah, nothing else. There has not been an instance where I would sit down at a bar at an airport and be like, I'm going to get fucking lit tonight. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to get lit on uh, at an airport because you, you, uh, or I, I feel like I feel like I get scared that if I get lit at an airport, I might get kicked off my flight. All you got to do is, if you get lit, mind your own damn business. <laughs> that, that's what it comes down to. Don't be an ass and mind your own damn business. Because if you give like, them a reason to kick you off, they will kick you off. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> when you get on the flight, oh, got to puke. Go to the toilet just to puke. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. In that, in that sense, yeah. I think they don't give you barf bags anymore, right? I... I feel like there still is barf bags around. Hmm, okay. Like, I, I remember, like, vaguely, whenever I used to get on flights, when you open the pouch in front of you, there would be, like, a bunch of magazines, maybe, like, a blanket, and then... Or, like, the eye would, cover. Yeah, like, the eye mask, and then there would be, like, a little paper bag in case you got a barf. And I think in recent flights, I have not seen that. Like, you know, they still have a bunch of magazines and all that. They, they give you the blankets. They just put them on your chairs now. I don't see eye masks. But I don't see, like, barf bags anymore. I feel like you have to request them now. I, I still feel like there should be. Oh, they definitely should be. There's times where I feel like if you need to throw up, the last thing you need is to turn on, like, the I need assistance button. Wait for someone to show up and try to talk through you almost barfing going, can I get a barf bag, please? And waiting for them to go get it and come back. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you're not giving me time. Okay, throwing up. You're going to make everyone's flight a nightmare. Exactly. Well, that's not your fault. They should have given you a barf bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They should have been moving faster. But I mean, those aisles on the plane, oh, so, like, so narrow. Like, you can't run up and down that if one person's waiting in the, like, the hall to use the bathroom. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's, like, you might as well just run to the bathroom yourself and puke. Wait, so have you ever drank at an airport? Or, like, you said you haven't drank on a plane, but, like, have you drank in an airport? No, no, I, I don't think I've ever drank in an airport either. All right, shit, next time we go travel, let's just get <laughs> lit at the airport. Let's show up, like... Three, four hours before the flight, just chill at the airport bar. Like we'll ha we'll only have check-in luggage or whatever the fuck. We won't have to carry so much shit, and we'll just drink at the bar. We'll have a timer set, and then we'll get up, get on the flight, and go to Vegas, and we'll drink more. <laughs> I, I know it's like, oh, what I've uh, I've only eaten at an airport, but uh, food over there is like expensive as hell, too. Oh. It's like it's not worth it. It's like you you're buying like it's like twice the amount of what you should be paying. It's it feels like you're going to a movie theater and you're buying popcorn. That's what it is. Oh, for real? Yeah, for like airport food, it's like three times as expensive or two times. That sucks. That makes me not want to drink at the airport. Yeah, that's why I don't drink. Uh, I I rarely eat at the airport. It's only if I'm like starving or I have a long layover. I mean, are you allowed to? Hmm. 
Well, I was going to ask, like, oh, are you allowed to bring alcohol through? But no, you can't have any liquids once you go through security. Unless you buy a bottle at the duty-free shop on the other side? No. I think you can do that, and you just hide it underneath your hat or something. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think you'd need to hide your jacket. it when you're past the security gate. But I'm wondering, like, is it more expensive? Because... You're already past the security gate, and then you're just—it's like those from duty free. Yeah, it's definitely more expensive. Ah, that's that kind of sucks. Yeah, it, it's that's why I'm like drinking at an airport. It's not worth it. You might as well just wait until you land and drink at a bar outside of it. We need like a rich friend or a friend who's an airport bartender. <laughs> and be get access yeah get access to you know the airport bar yeah but uh i don't think we're gonna no that sounds be anyone like that yeah <laughs> it's a huge that, that feel... risk. yeah i i feel like that that has to be like you need to know them and like college to actually know someone who's works at an airport bar yeah yeah like i think at most i've known someone that worked at a starbucks in an airport but like no one that worked at like a restaurant that had a bar at an airport i don't think i knew anyone who worked at an airport other than like someone who works as a flight attendant or something. Yeah. But I think that would be kind of like a fun short story idea. You writing a like little short story about a bartender who works at an airport and they meet different people from different places going to completely different places. And like the perspective and cultural views that they see and, you know, yeah, that'd be... Hmm. Short episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Our talk at the airport. Time to Four. get a job there. <laughs> Tell your brother to work there, and then you know what? There we go. Bar talk. <laughs> Bar talk. Like, hi. What do you need? What are you here for? Why are you grabbing a drink? What's your what? What's got you so depressed? <laughs> Why are you drinking here at the airport? Something's wrong. Are you okay? Are you on drugs? Ah, uh, no need to tell me. <laughs> like, no, don't tell over. you. Don't tell you at all. <laughs> yeah. If you are, keep it to yourself, because I'd have to report you. <laughs> blink once if you are. Blink twice if you aren't. <laughs> blink three times if you need more. Blink four times if you just want to drink. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm hoping Jesse's having a fun time, you know? It seems like he is. Yeah, I've seen his IG story. He's like at temples or he's 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 going around. Yeah, I saw a place. one story he had of the train and he's like, I'm lost. Yeah. And the first thing that came through my mind was like, right? The Japanese trains are a little more confusing than other trains. But like once you figure I, it out, it's easy. 
Yeah, I just told him if you ever get lost, just get on the train. If you're going the wrong way, get off immediately and go on the other side. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's not yeah. has like no time constraints. Well, he said at the beginning that he had like a plan and everything, but that I don't know if that worked out or not. I we got to ask him when he comes back. Oh, that's going to be fun. An episode with Jesse. Yeah, like Jesse's Japan adventure. Traveling Japan. Yeah, no. Where like, would you want to travel? Where would I want to travel? I feel yeah, like if you were traveling alone. Oh, alone. Yes, yes. I mean, Asia is definitely, I think, a fun place to go. But I think I would want to go to... Iceland, maybe. Iceland? Yeah. I think Iceland might be kind of cool to go to. I mean, as a solo or with people. I feel like Iceland, I would go with people. I think it'd be fun either way. Because <laughs> I think... I don't doubt my ability to make friends in different places. <laughs> so I feel like if I were to go to a European country as me being who I am, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would be too. Yeah, I mean, you would too. Y you would too. Man, you do well overseas. So, so I get bored. I don't hold myself accountable too well. Drink responsibly. <laughs> drink responsibly. Swipe responsibly. Or, or actually, drink safely. Hmm. Be uh, irresponsible as uh, much as you want, but yeah, just be in a safe area when you are. Oh, be in a safe area and drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're drinking irresponsibly. Ah, okay. I was going to ask you then, because yeah, what would technically count as <laughs> drinking like if... unsafe, but you, you kind of defined it. Yeah, like irresponsible, like you get blackout drunk, but in a safe area. Or with people who can help you out. Okay. Stuff like that. Drink safe and uh, swipe safe. You can airport. I don't know. I feel like people. Okay, maybe not that one. <laughs> brings red flags, you know? 100%, definitely. Like, there are things I think in the airport that you definitely should never do. Like, ever. You say the word bomb. Well, for sure, you should never say the word bomb. <laughs> I feel like the airport is one of those places where, like, you, you just got to be very careful with what you do. I mean, worst thing would be is if you fly somewhere and then you end up on the no fly list. And then how the hell are you going to get back home? Yeah. Cruise liner? Oh, if, if you're in, like, I, I, hmm. <laughs> what would you... The, well, I'm I'm thinking because we live in Hawaii. Yeah. And if you get a no-fly zone, how are you gonna get home? Do you just yeah, you just take the boat? Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I'm saying. <laughs> I I guess that that kind of sucks. Okay, I guess you still have a way back. Yeah, it's not great though. I don't know. I want to be on a cruise. I mean, I guess a cruise would be fun. 
Yeah, wouldn't it be? It's like it's a buffet, and it's like oh, it's like free drinks. Like, what if it's like all you can drink on a on a cruise? Yeah, you know this, what? Yeah, it's like a Disney cruise. It has like rides or like slides or something. And if it has a casino there, goddamn, I'd be broke. Only but yeah, cruises, it'll cost you a whole lot more than a like a plane ticket. Exactly. But if you can afford it and you're blacklisted from flying, that is your ticket home. Actually, it depends on what kind of cruise. Because, you know, like some cruises, like it's not that much, but it already offers you like food, a place to stay, um, drinks, and it takes you to like multiple countries at once. That's not bad. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound so bad. I, I'm only I'm thinking like, OK. What if you went for a one-week vacation, you got time off of work for it, and then you find out you're on the no-fly list? Like, taking a cruise you're... back, you'd be kind of fucked. <laughs> oh, no, you're definitely fucked. You might as well tell your boss, ah, I'm taking another week off. Like, if you tell your boss, like, hey, I'm on the no-fly list, it's going to take me a while to get home, I feel like that's going to raise so many questions. And they're going to have an uh, issue with you. Well, you just say that I accidentally said the word Bob. Oh, God. I'm sorry. If if you were my employee and you told me that, I'm going to think you're stupid. <laughs> Something's <laughs> wrong with you. I, I, I was saying that drink was the bomb and I got kicked out. <laughs> I feel like regardless of the context, I would be so upset. <laughs> I was singing Mr. Bombastic by Shaggy. <laughs> I like how you're pulling all these excuses out of the air. <laughs> yeah, if I were an employer and I got a call from any of my employees going, Hey boss, uh, I'm not going to be able to make it to my shift next week. I might need an extension because I'm on the no-fly list. And I'll be like, excuse me? What happened? Like, yeah, I got blacklisted because in some context, I must have said the word bomb. <laughs> yeah, I said Mr. Bomb. I was singing Mr. Bombastic at the uh, the bar. I got a little drunk and yeah, yeah, that's what happened. And now I'm in a no fly zone on the no fly list. Okay, like, okay. Is it possible to get fired over something like that? Like, I'm actually genuinely curious. I feel like you can't, but you can't get You'll fired. Be made, or... No, no, you, it's not. It's not <laughs> irresponsible, unreasonable. It's not something that goes towards your, uh, like your company. That's why you you didn't really do anything that's bad to your company. The only thing you did bad was that you you're taking an extra day off, but you have reasons to because you can't make it back home well, at the okay. time i think if your boss really didn't like you and they needed a reason to get rid of you they would tell you if you don't show up to your shift as planned you're fired yeah so this is the this is when you need you can get like an extra two days you just tell them sorry boss i can't come in i'm sick sick leave yeah you just pull the sick leave card until you Make sure you can get home on your cruise at that time. 
got COVID on your vacation. Oh, yeah, you could say that, and uh, you'll definitely last for, like, another week. Oh, you heard it here, folks. This is where you get all the hacks for your travel needs. <laughs> I don't I don't think you can say COVID, because if you work at a hospital, yeah. you're going to have to get, get it checked. You're going to have to provide proof that something went on. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't say I got COVID. <laughs> oh, so you gotta just say I'm sick. Yeah, I think in that sense, yeah, it'd work out a lot better. Yeah, it's better than I have COVID. Oh, you're screwed. Well, we're gonna end this episode here. <laughs> like, end on a higher note or a happier note. <laughs> nah, sad all the way. You let it's fine. It's fine. When you drink, it's either for happiness or for depression. It doesn't matter. Depression? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, what? (laughs) I meant traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) I meant traumatic incidents. There's always a reason to drink. (laughs) Is what I mean. Sure, sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah there's nothing else i wanted to add to that but <laughs> well we're yeah we're gonna end it here thank you guys for listening and i hope you guys come back and listen to us uh in our next episode where jesse comes back and shares his experience on the trip his trip and japan yep and as always drink safe or Drink responsibly or safely and swipe responsibly and safely. Yeah. Make sure someone has your address. Yeah, make sure they have your address, not the person you're texting, but like a friend. Because, you know, you don't want to end up on the news as a body that's missing or losing a kidney. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to hear that story, though. But <laughs> I would personally want to like understand how it got from point A to point B. But I mean, if that's traumatic for you, then you know what? Tell us when you're ready or when you're drunk. I feel like it doesn't happen as much in Hawaii. Well, uh, that that be in another episode for another time. Yeah. Till uh, till next time. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys later. Dudes. Dudes. <laughs>